Hey, from this bitch of an earth. It's your host, Diana, and this episode I sat down with Dan Sylvia to talk about fighting games, which are a passion of his. So, as always, sit back and chill. You've earned it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode four of This Bitch of an Earth. I'm here with Dan. Yo. And we're going to talk about fight games. Um, so first off, what are fight games? Uh, fight games are games where you fight. Mm-hmm. Do you want to <laughs> go a little bit more into that? Or is yeah. that just it? Sure. Um. I mean, everyone knows what a fighting game is. It's, you know, you have your two characters or six if it's a team fighter. Yeah. And you just, you press buttons and you make the other character's health go low and you want to kill them before they kill you. Okay. Um, so I guess a good place to start for the uninitiated. Give a quick primer of, like, important things to know um, in fighting games. Uh. What do you mean by just general important things to know, like concepts or? Um, uh... I guess yeah, like big conceptual stuff, like what, what makes them so interesting and so big. Okay, so the the thing about fighting games is they're they're very intimidating to approach, um, which to me makes them a little bit more appealing. But once you get into them, they're not really that intimidating once you actually look at what's going on. Uh, the biggest concepts that, uh, you just really have to understand if you want to like look at fighting games through a more serious lens is, uh, pretty much entirely pattern recognition. Um, because that's the basis of all fighting games. That's the basis of getting good at a fighting game. It's recognizing the patterns your opponent has and adapting to them and figuring out ways to beat them. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Other than that, it's really just, it's hard to describe, uh, as just like a primer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a much bigger mental game than you would expect. A lot of people look at fighting games and they say, oh, I can't be good at this. I can't do combos. And most of the time the, the combos like do not matter. Like some games. Okay. Yeah. But most yeah. of the time, it's just outplaying your opponent. Okay. Um, so go into, like, the mind games a, a little bit. Okay. So uh, I, I love using this example. James Chen, who's been a pillar of the community since, like, almost before I was born, uh, has this really, really great example uh, where... Say you play A Link to the Past and you identify those little enemies with the maces that spin them around. Mm. Uh, that, like, if you're in an area with that enemy, mm. you're you're seeing what they're doing. And you're being like, okay, when the mace is up, I'm going to get hurt. So I'm going to back off and then strike when the mace is down. And that's... Yeah literally what fighting games are except they evolve mid-match and that's where the mind games really come in because it's Mm -hmm. like okay i see my opponent is like 
they're using an uppercut a lot. I'm going to walk up, block the uppercut, and punish them for it. And then a little bit later, the opponent will be, if they're good, because not everyone is good, uh, they'll be like, okay, he's punishing my uppercut. I need to stop doing that and start doing something else. And it becomes this sort of like back and forth between uh, really just getting into your opponent's head and like trying to read their tendencies and use that to your advantage. Okay. Um, so I guess knowing that, what are some things that make fighting games unique from other, like, um, games? I want to say, like, first-person shooter games. Because, like, they're both about combat. They're both about, like, fighting another player. Mm. Aside from the, like, mind games aspect, what important parts of the mind games set it apart? Uh, the biggest thing with fighting games, for me, is that, uh... With first-person shooters and MOBAs and all those other kinds of games, it's very much so, like, it, it's not as personal, I guess okay. you could say. Because in those games, typically speaking, you're on a team and you're all working towards a common goal. Whereas yeah. fighting so, games, it's like you and one other person and you're going at it. So okay. it's a lot more personal, a lot more, like, visceral because there's... There's a lot of room for ex ex like personal expression in fighting games. What character you pick, what combos you go for, how you apply your pressure, how you play the neutral. They're really like not only telling of like, and this is gonna be super fucking cheesy, but uh, they're not they're they're telling of not only someone's tendencies as a player, but you can also kind of pick up on like what kind of person they are if you've been playing for long enough. And okay, it's like. When you get into a really, really good match and you are bouncing off your opponent, it's kind of like you're having a conversation with them. Explain. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously no actual words are being said, but it's like the exchange of like, your tendencies and how you like respond to them because say I'm, I'm going to throw out some, some players here. Kazunoko. He's a pro street fighter player, guilty gear player and dragon ball player. Okay. One of the best in the world at all of them. Uh, he is a very uh, headstrong kind of player. He is one of those types of people who in the game will be like, I'm going to do what I want to do, and I am not going to stop doing it until you tell me that you know how to stop it. Oh. And, and that is a very distinct style for him, and it's up to the other player to figure out how to get past that. And then it, it's basically just response after response after response, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, there's, there's really no one else that plays like that. There's, there's there really are... no one else who, like looks at a situation and says, I'm going to do what works until it doesn't. I mean, a lot of players do that, but Kazunoko goes the extra mile to, like, make sure the opponent knows what to do before he stops. Okay, so like, it's like a reciprocal, they're learning as well type yeah. of thing. Like, by fighting them, him, they're getting stronger. Yeah, because oh. with, uh, <laughs> with him specifically, I mean, you know, keep doing it until it stops working is obvious. Yeah. 
But with him, it's more like, it's not necessarily keep doing it as it, until it stops working. It's keep doing it until it stops working and then keep doing it some more until you know they have a definitive way of stopping it. You okay. Because a lot of players, what they'll do is they'll do, like, like I'm going to use the uppercut example again. A player will jump in and they'll get hit by an uppercut. Mm. And that's not going to stop them from jumping in the rest of the match because they up they got uppercut once, you know. Mm. Unless that player can prove that they can handle that 100% of the time, Kazunoko will keep doing it. Okay. Okay. And it's just, you know, Kazunoko's a very headstrong player. Uh, mm. Sonic Fox is a very oppressive player. He wants to make sure you don't press any buttons ever. Yeah. I, I'm, like, a little bit familiar with Sonic Fox. I just think he's an all-around cool human being. He is. Um, <laughs> but... The combos that he, like, finds in practice mode are nuts. They're fucking insane. Like, and he's he's recently picked up Beerus in Dragon Ball, who is, like, unequivocally the worst character in the game. The furry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not shy about it. Yeah. Sonic Fox is constantly... Literally, literally in an interview while talking about Beerus, he said, and I quote, I would fuck that cat. Now, we need to talk about that choice, but I don't think (laughs) this is the podcast for it. Yeah. (laughs) But, But explain Sonic Fox's style a little bit. Is it just like overloading your opponent until, until they stop? (laughs) Uh, kinda? (laughs) Okay. So, Sonic Fox is, uh, see, this is a little bit more advanced, so it's hard to, like, explain, explain. Okay. Um, but basically, Sonic Fox likes playing characters that, uh, so in fighting games, there are these, there's this concept of turns, you know? There's no, like, actual turn-based system, but it's, like, identifying when it is, like what player is on the offensive and what player is not and respecting that it is this player's turn. I should not be pressing buttons. Otherwise I'm going to be punished. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's really something that like you just kind of have to get used to, you get used to the ebb and flow of the match and you just learn how turns work in that way. And Sonic Fox, his play style is specifically about stealing turns. Oh. So, that's like... That's a little rude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why he typically plays characters who like to do things that just slap the opponent on the wrist whenever they try to do anything. Okay. So he's just walking around the, ra- the match with a ruler, waiting for someone to move. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. That kind of sucks. Yeah. But he's, like, the best at it. Yeah. He is like the best any, at it. Any any game he picks up, it's just, he's he wins. That's it. Over. Game yeah. over for everybody else. Unless it's um, Street Fighter. If you see him in Street Fighter, whoo. Oh, is he not good? He's not good <gasps> at Street Fighter. <laughs> he's mortal. Yeah, he's mortal. There are, there are games that he is specifically bad at, but, like... Mm-hmm he doesn't play them because he's bad at them, you know? Yeah. Oh, he just plays Street Fighter because he likes it? Yeah. 
He he plays oh. games because he likes them, but like any get like he's really strong mm. and the games he is incredible in, he is a fucking genius. Okay. Uh but he tends to be that guy who is either the best at the game or like he's just pretty good. Okay. And there's like he's either pretty good or godlike and there's like no in between. Okay. Um so we've talked a little bit about like the fighting game scene. Mm. Uh, what does that look like as a whole, and then like for the specific games you play? Um, it varies from region to region. Mm-hmm. Um, now explain that. <laughs> okay, this this part Again, is very very for, like, simple. The uninitiated, yeah. Okay, so the fighting game community is you know the community of people who play fighting games, but each like general area of the FGC is different. And I'm by general area, I mean like physical area. So like the Massachusetts FGC is different from the New York FGC is different from like the Texas FGC. And okay. it's just, it's just because, you know, different people live in different places and do different things. It's just, that's just communities in general. Got it. Got it. Um, We're all part of one race, the fight games race. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the scenes for, um, are you into like the Massachusetts like scene? Uh, I was for a while. That's where we are. <laughs> yeah, I was um, for a while. I have a couple friends in the scene, but I mm-hmm. don't really have the time to do things in the scene. No, yeah, that's um, how it'd be. Yeah, that's how it'd be. <laughs> um, but from what I've seen, the Massachusetts scene is very good. It's like, mm-hmm. we, we don't have a lot of players who like top tournaments, but we have a couple really talented people. And overall, as a, a community of people, you just want to talk to and hang out with. We're, we're definitely one of the better ones. Like we shower. Who? Like, like we shower, like we're one of the better <gasps> communities in the country. Oh my God. Like- <laughs> oh my God. I thought it was a tag. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Massachusetts scene is presentable human beings. Yes, for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. That's yeah, there's, okay. There's That's always that. There's always those few, else, so. but yeah, yeah. Um. So when you were in it, what did what did that scene look like aside from like cleanliness? Uh. <laughs> and deodorant. <laughs> uh, what do you mean by like what does it look like? Like, what would it look like to a player trying to come into the scene? It would look like a bunch of people sitting at a TV. Okay. Like, it's it's a very friendly how... atmosphere. Oh, okay, um, yeah. I was about to ask, what would the energy be like? Yeah, it's very friendly. Um, it's very welcoming. Uh, mm-hmm. I, You know, like I said, I can't speak for every community, but the Massachusetts community is very open to people joining and teaching them and all that kind of stuff. One of our okay. really, really good players, uh, Zaffarino, he... Uh, on Twitch, and I think on YouTube, though I, I'm not entirely sure on that, he does this thing on a somewhat regular basis where uh, he will either look at your matches or look at pro player matches and, like, yeah. uh, what's the word? Deconstruct them into, like, the little bits and pieces to try and show uh, what's happening and, like, why something is good or why something is bad and, like, certain mindsets players have and that kind of stuff. All for the sake of just teaching people. Okay. We'll, honestly, we'll link him into the description because that sounds really cool. Yeah. And it sounds like if if you want to know more, that's one thing to watch. Yeah. Um, And then what games do you play? There's a two-parter. 
what games do you play, and then what does the scene look like for each one? And I... then, um, what are the top players, like, what energy do they give off All right. in each game? So in terms of games I play, I kind of play everything. Uh, there okay. was a point where I would say Guilty Gear is my main game, but I don't think I have a main game anymore. <laughs> I just kind of play shit. Um, okay. You know, I guess if I had to pick a main game, it would be Dragon Ball Fighters. Just because I've is that I've... just because what you're playing the most right now? Yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't know how long that's gonna last. I'm I might pick up something entirely different. I've been really into Soul Calibur lately. Um, it's a good one. Yeah, it's real good. But yeah, I play everything. I play, you know, Dragon Ball, Soul Calibur, Street Fighter, Guilty Gear. Mm. Uh, I mean, so I guess... a, a couple weeks ago, I was playing fucking Akatsuki Blitzkampf. And if you don't what know what that is, is, that's the point. Okay. <laughs> um so since you were in it for a while explain the guilty gear scene um because it's it's still like a smallish fighting game right yeah it's it's the the biggest anime fighter outside of dragon ball uh but being Mm -hmm. the biggest anime fighter is still being a small scene yeah um does it have an anime no and anime fighter is just an arbitrary term people use for some reason okay oh is it because of the style it's because of the style and the fact that i guess it has air dashes i don't know it's i i don't Don't, think the term is necessary i don't like it but that's what people use okay um Um, the scene is very nice Uh, oh good people the people are friendly for the most part uh it's it's literally just a a bunch of shit posting weeaboos I like it. Like, that's the whole group. <laughs> um, and then give me, like, two or three top players. And, and in Guilty Gear? Yeah, and then, like, use one sentence to describe the type of energy each player gives off. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't, like, I know one of one of these is definitely a top player, but the other two are just friends of mine who are very oh, good that's at the fine. game. Um, that's okay. They don't, they don't have to be a top yeah. player. Uh, the top player is Alex Smith. Uh, okay. He is, I, I'd say he's the best player we have in Guilty Gear. Mm-hmm. And he's a May main, or at least if I remember correctly, he's a May main. He may have changed, uh, mm-hmm. but I don't know because I haven't actually been in the scene in a fucking year or two. Um, but he's a great guy. He's super friendly. Uh, he gives off a very, like, just like a, a chill dude kind of aura to him. Okay. Uh, and then the other two, uh, are friends of mine there. Let's see. The first one I'll talk about is, uh, Tato, Mm -hmm. uh, Back when I was playing at Fenway Fight Night, uh, he was a Bedman main. He taught me a bunch of shit about Bedman. And I really did up my game a good amount from him. Uh, super nice. Uh, very willing to just show you the ropes. Like, after games, uh, I wouldn't even, like, walk up to him. He'd come up to me and just straight up give me advice, like, right after. Oh. And then okay. the third player, I don't remember his tag. 
because I think he changed it. But I'll Do you just... want a second to look him up? Yeah, I'll look him up real mm-hmm. quick. Okay. Wait, no, I just remember EPI. Oh. That's his tag. Okay. Um Oh, wait. Did did he come to a a, a um, Suffolk thing? Once? Yes. He went to our Street Fighter Five tournament actually. He's yes. the he's the guy who plays with like the stick on his chest. Oh yeah. 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 Very Thanks. friendly, very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh super sweet, very smart. Yeah. Really good guy. Um and then um Street Fighter Five. Street Fighter Five? Since... Uh fucking shit. I don't know. Uh <laughs> well this is this is like a pretty big one. Yeah, that's so, like, a big top one. Players are like morphing constantly, pretty much. Oh. Not morphing, but like shifting in and out of place. That and really? I also just don't follow the scene for Street Fighter that much. Uh, oh. I like I'll um, watch I tournaments. This was a game you played though. Street Fighter? Nah. <laughs> okay. Nah. Like, oh no, Caleb played it. Yeah, I mean we. I, I played it too. I still pick it up from time to time, but yeah, I I prefer to just watch streams from big tournaments than actually play it because it's oh. it doesn't really suit my style. That said, mm-hmm. neither but neither does Dragon Ball, but that's probably my main game at the moment. But yeah, um, um, but yeah, I don't know much so about the Street Fighter. Don't scene. go with like three best players, but three like most well known players from Street Fighter Five. Okay, does that from, make does that make it easier from the Massachusetts area? From any. Oh, from any? Oh, that makes it super easy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, the, the Guilty Gear didn't have to be from the Massachusetts area either. Oh, fucking shit. Okay. <laughs> so you can go back and redo those if you want. All right. I mean, I, I everything I said about the players in Guilty Gear is still true. I love them. They're great. Um, I haven't met many Guilty Gear players, but or, or like many like big Guilty Gear players, but I've met... Yeah. Uh, I've met Minus. He's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't met him in person, but uh, GC Yoshi is fucking great. Uh, he shit posts a lot. Um, a funny story. Uh, one time he uh he bought he he played Marvel Infinite for a while, and he played Chris Redfield, and yeah. um he bought Dojinshi from this website for shits and giggles. And the Dojinshi website knew who he was. So on top of sending him the stuff, they also sent him a framed picture of Chris Redfield. Oh, my God. And it was his pinned post for a while. Okay. But yeah, GC Yoshi's great. Uh, who else? Uh, Kazunoko. I haven't met him, but he seems like a really cool guy. Uh, Street Fighter, I mean, I'm just going to say, uh, I think Daigo is probably the, the biggest one to mention. Yeah. Cause he's like, not like a household name because it's, it's a fighting game, is, so it's not yeah. really a household, but like, but he's, like, he's the face of the of, FGC. Yeah. A lot of people who have played video games have at least heard of him. Yeah. And yeah. simply put, Daigo is like my fucking hero. Oh. I, I love Daigo. I bought his book. It, it's it's signed. It's like literally like five feet away from me right now. That's really appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love Daigo. He seems like he's he's so cool. Yeah. Like he's just, he's just so fucking cool. 
everything he does. Uh, Justin Wong is mm-hmm. amazing. Also another like quote yeah. unquote household name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Justin Wong is great. I've, I've met him twice. Actually. He's super nice. Aw. Very, very friendly guy. All of this is like pretty good. Yeah. Once you like, get everyone in the fighting game community seems very chill. The, the, the prominent people are very chill. Okay. Um, I mean, it's, it's the only, as as with every community, once you get into like the higher end of the competition of the people who consistently Mm. like make top 128, you know, they make it out of pools all the time, all that kind of stuff. The higher up you get, the better people they typically are. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not always, but it's general rule of thumb. Uh, well, cause correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like at a certain point, like people know they're going to be at tournaments. Yeah. Like not themselves, but like the audience. So I feel like at a certain point, these people have to, the players have to be like, Oh, I'm a public figure now. Yeah. I have to like act like a human being. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> that, that's, of that's term. kind of it. But also okay. from, from all the players I've, I've seen personally, mm. uh, they're all just really down to earth people. Otherwise, uh, sick. Yeah. I, let's see. As for the third one, you know, I'm 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 gonna talk about my boy K Brad. K Brad's amazing. Yeah, he's like kind of like he's not really a, a household name on the same level as like Justin Wong or Daigo, but yeah, for I think people I've heard it like once or twice in passing. Yeah, for people who are in the FGC, uh, they know K Brad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's lit. That's he's, it. Yeah, he's That's lit. That's all you can say. K Brad is lit. <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess what was like the catalyst to get you into fighting games? And like, feel free to feel free to go at length about this one. I don't really know. Is it just something you like gravitated towards? I guess. Like, I always I always played fighting games. Like, casually. Yeah. You know, when I was like ten, I was playing Soul Calibur two on my GameCube. Weren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I guess, I mean, I, I can pinpoint the game that made me take fighting games seriously, and that's Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yeah, explain. Elaborate. So, it was... I'm like, why it made you want to pick up fighting games seriously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, simply put, it's because my friends were kicking my ass. Oh, okay. Like... <laughs> Like, straight up, we would, like, back in high school, I would go to my friend Dan's house pretty much every Friday because he lived mm-hmm. a block away from me. Like, literally, he is he lives a block away from me even today. Uh, And we just, you know, Marvel 3 came out. We played that for a bit. It kind of fell off. Ultimate Marvel 3 came out. We played that, like, every day for two years. Okay. And, That's some dedication. Yeah. And everyone who played it, in my my friends group uh was like objectively better than me mm-hmm. and you know that's still kind of true but i decided i didn't want it to be i, I didn't want to just get bodied for four hours a day or yeah. whatever okay yep so i just started looking into it i started practicing and then eventually stuff just kind of clicked and i was hooked okay so uh, what about i guess what were like the highlights of Ultimate 3, Marvel versus Capcom Ultimate 3, is that? Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that like set it apart from other games at the time um, for you. Because the... you had mentioned earlier, there's like a th- the three team versus three team. Yeah. This is what it, person yeah. team. Yeah. Marvel versus Capcom is the, the series that started that. Or mm-hmm. maybe, it, I don't know if it started it, but it definitely popularized it. Okay. Um, Marvel versus Capcom 2 came out uh, in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had been roughly 10 or so years since Marvel 2 when Marvel 3 came out. Yeah. Uh, and it was during a time where Capcom was, you know, Capcom really fluctuates a lot. They'll do a lot mm-hmm. of shitty things and then they'll do a lot of really amazing things and that'll last for a couple of years and then they'll go back to being shitty again and then they'll go. Yeah, like yeah. forgetting about Ace Attorney. Yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and this was at a point where Capcom was on a one of their many character redemption arcs. <laughs> okay. So I was kind of falling in the hype because this was also when, you know, Mega Man 9 and 10 came out. Uh, mm-hmm. This is uh, not right when I started getting into Monster Hunter, but like close. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Capcom was doing a lot of things right at this moment. And I was just all about Capcom at the time. So I just kind of bought everything they dropped in those few years. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what kept me going. And then the more I looked into it, you know, the more I was like, oh, oh, wow. This game is really fucking flashy. These combos are stupid. Uh, And yeah. And then I watched Evo and then I was completely into it. Okay. Um. So we don't need to go about into like fighting game tournaments because I guess that can be an episode on its own. Mm. If I have like you and Adam on at the same time, I think that would be some good energy to bounce off of. Yeah, tournaments um, overall, or that's something you can definitely talk about at length. Yeah. Um, but I guess in closing, like our last question, and you you can like take a couple minutes to answer. Okay. Um, it doesn't have to be concise. Uh, what's what are a few things that you can tell someone that would like absolutely sell them on? fighting games and like playing them semi-competitively definitely the biggest thing is you don't well it it depends on the game but you don't need combos uh that is by and far the most intimidating thing for people because they're like oh this is like a 40 hit combo i can't do that i can't play this game and they they are important. I'm not going to like sit here and say that combos are not important to the game or whatever like that. Of course they are. But if you're just getting into it, like literally beginner level, like you're just trying to learn how the game works at a base level kind of stuff, you it's absolutely not the thing you should be focusing on. Um, and the things you should be focusing on are much more interesting and they're the part of the game that like matters. Where it's like, you know, it's learning your opponent, it's understanding spacing, it's just the mental aspect of fighting games is what makes them really, really addicting. And a lot of people just kind of ignore that because they think so much about the execution. Uh, it's actually something that's been uh, a big issue in a lot of fighting games lately is that uh, developers are trying to make it so people with who, who are scared of execution aren't by making everything super low execution Mm. uh but that that specifically does not work because if a game is super low execution then you plateau instantly yeah 
Because, like, the only thing you can do at that point is just get better at the mental game, you know? Mm. Uh, but, yeah. Anyway. The mental um, aspect of fighting games is the most interesting part. Not only do you get to, you know, not only do you get to, like, play video games in, like, a competitive environment and just feel excited and, like, all that kind of stuff. But you get to know people. You get to understand, you know, how people work. Because as, as anime as it's going to sound, when you... When you play someone in a fighting game and you're just fucking going at it and you're learning what they're doing and they're learning what you're doing, you have like a first to ten, right? Mm -hmm. The It is one of the most visceral experiences you can have in a video game because you're – you are like actively adapting to like one other person. You know, you're, you're, and, mm -hmm. and on top of that, you're getting to know them, like not through like their tastes or anything like that, but you can tell like, uh, how cautious is this person, you know, um, are they really like headstrong or something like that? You know, just base core, like properties of who they are as a person you can learn through fighting games. And it's that, it's that emotional, like sense of. I guess community really that really, really gives you the itch to keep going. That was really well said. Thank you. I kind of want to like get soul caliber now. It's a good game. <gasps> I have, I like just started God of war though. <laughs> anyway, neither here nor there. Um, so yeah, a uh, couple of things that, Dan does, if any of you listeners are interested, he edits for The Blasted Salami, um, and that's linked in the description. Um, I'll link Dan's Twitter in the description. Is there anything else you want to say? Um, fighting games are great. Play them. They're really fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll be back in two weeks with another episode of this bitch of an earth hey see ya see ya and that's it just a quick wrap up for updates follow the underscore lifecast on twitter you can find me and my other projects at nurt k-n-u-r-t-t on twitter if you would please rate and review the show in itunes it helps us out a lot thanks for listening and don't forget suck less fuck more howl at the moon dress in black worship wholeheartedly mm.